Another speech, another Biden gaffe. Can anybody really be that stupid? We'll discuss Biden's most recent gaffe in Poland and detail to you that, well, hey, it's all going according to plan to build that new world order. And before you leave, make sure you click on the link to stop Congress from passing two Democratic bills designed to implement radical climate change, critical race theory, and appease China. Last week, President Biden was visiting the 82nd Airborne Division, which had been stationed in Poland since February, when he made what the mainstream media and the White House is calling a gaffe. He said that the soldiers in attendance were going to see the courage of Ukraine's people firsthand, going against his earlier statements that American troops would not be sent into Ukraine. Well, knowing that the executive branch has a history of deceiving Americans throughout the years when it comes to war, Americans should look at this so-called gaffe as a real possibility. Perhaps this could be another Vietnam War all over again that started with just sending in some advisors and eventually moved to combat troops through CETO, the Southeast Asia Treaty Organization that was set up under the United Nations. The U.S. Congress never declared war on Vietnam, as the Constitution requires, choosing instead to subvert American troops under the auspices of the international organization. Or perhaps U.S. troops will be there in Ukraine to help aid in the humanitarian mission of protecting refugees. Escalation could become or could come quickly soon thereafter, especially with the seemingly irresponsible rhetoric from the president. And during his speech in Poland, he also mentioned that a specific clause in the Declaration of Independence sounded corny and that America had never lived up to it, but that it had never walked away from it either. He said, We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all women and men are created equal, endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. Sounds corny, but it's the truth of who we are. Now, had he read any further, he would have stumbled upon the very reason why our governments are instituted to secure our God-given rights. Yet, recent moves made by the president would help to negate those rights, helping to expand government even further beyond its constitutional limitations. Last week, Reuters reported that the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission proposed requiring U.S.-listed companies to disclose a range of climate-related risks and greenhouse gas emissions part of President Joe Biden's push to join global efforts to avert climate-related catastrophes. Reuters explained, the draft proposal, subject to public feedback and likely to be finalized later this year, should help investors get the information they need while increasing the reporting burden for corporate America. It would also require companies to disclose the actual or likely material impacts that climate-related risks will have on their business, strategy, and outlook, including physical risks, as well as possible new regulations such as a carbon tax. Breitbart examined this further by reporting the proposed rule is tied directly to the environmental, social, and governance, or ESG, movement that seeks to rate American businesses on social and environmental issues, in turn pressuring businesses to take certain stances and actions to attract investors. Last year, $649 billion went into ESG funds, according to Reuters, which said investors want more climate change data. Climate change is a nonsensical excuse being used to greatly expand unaccountable government over all of humanity. The original United Nations concept of Build Back Better is called Agenda 21, which was morphed into Agenda 2030. 
Agenda 21 was introduced at the UN's 1992 Rio Summit. The John Birch Society, through the New American magazine, was among those in attendance at the summit and blew the whistle on such a nefarious environmental campaign. In 1993, the book Agenda 21, The Earth Summit Strategy to Save Our Planet, described Agenda 21 as an array of actions which are intended to be implemented by every person on Earth. The book also claimed that effective execution of Agenda 21 will require a profound reorientation of all human society, unlike anything the world has ever experienced. A major shift in the priorities of both governments and individuals, and an unprecedented redeployment of human and financial resources. This shift will demand that a concern for the environmental consequences of every human action be integrated into individual and collective decision-making at every level. Ladies and gentlemen, where else have we heard of this type of central planning? From Klaus Schwab and his World Economic Forum's concept of the Great Reset. In July of 2020, the World Economic Forum published a book co-written by Klaus Schwab called COVID-19, The Great Reset. The book tells us exactly what The Great Reset wants to accomplish. The fault lines of the world, most notably social divides, lack of fairness, absence of cooperation, failure of global governance and leadership, now lie exposed as never before, and people feel the time for reinvention has come. A new world will emerge, the contours of which are for us to both imagine and to draw. The book offers an assessment of the COVID-19 pandemic's impact and how to take advantage of it in order to make or remake the future according to globalist ideals. The book's authors arrogantly focus on resetting the economy, society, global politics, environment, technology, industry, and the individual. Again, central planning. In fact, the book points out that we should expect the tensions between the forces of nationalism and openness to play out across three critical dimensions. One, global institutions, two, trade, and three, capital flows. The authors bemoan the fact that global institutions and international organizations have been enfeebled and that trade has been weaponized and companies can no longer expect trade resolutions through the international rule of law. With the presidency of Joe Biden and the Russian war in Ukraine, global institutions and international organizations are receiving a huge boost in funding, practice, and legitimacy, including the United Nations and NATO. Last September, Biden announced a pledge of $11.4 billion per year to go to the UN Green Climate Fund just to help developing nations adjust to climate changes as well as restoring American participation and funding in the UN's programs that President Trump had rescinded. According to a White House fact sheet, Biden's most recently proposed $5.8 trillion budget specifically targets global institutions, including $6.9 billion for both the European Union's new military, called the European Deterrence Initiative, and NATO. Another $1.4 billion is marked for the World Bank, and $10.6 billion will be used to bolster U.S. leadership in addressing global health and health security challenges, including $2 billion to the Global Fund for its work with AIDS, tuberculosis, malaria, and COVID-19. This budget also pays for Biden's $11.4 billion pledge 
to the UN Green Climate Fund. As Biden said on day one of his presidency, we're back. He's certainly back to, to turning a collective back on America's founding concepts of limited government, independence, and sovereignty. When a large push for local sustainable development was created more than 10 years ago, the John Birch Society launched our Choose Freedom Stop Agenda 21 project. We published a booklet that reported Agenda 21 leaves no stone unturned and no person outside of its reach. In order to accomplish its goals of sustainable development and to make you into a so-called steward of the environment, Agenda 21 seeks to control you and your life. As the name implies, Agenda 21 was to be implemented early in the 21st century. Given the exposure generated by our organization through local membership activities, as well as others, we once again caused the globalists to miss their deadline. It was extended to 2030 with the advent of Agenda 2030. In a September 2021 speech to the United Nations, Biden declared that the decade of 2020 to 2030 is a decisive decade that will quite literally determine our futures and that the world is at an inflection point in history. His speech last week to a group of CEOs used this same rhetoric. He said, I think this presents us with some significant opportunities to make some real changes. You know, we are at an inflection point, I believe, in the world economy, not just the world economy, in the world. It occurs every three or four generations. And now is the time when things are shifting. We're going to, there's going to be a new world order out there, and we've got to lead it. We've got to unite the rest of the free world in doing it. Founder of the John Birch Society, Mr. Robert Welch, had a phrase to describe this drive to world collectivism that is driving us further away from freedom and closer to global bondage. He rightly called it the communist conspiracy. Each of these initiatives from global institutions and international organizations, such as United Nations, NATO, World Health Organization, World Bank, International Monetary Fund, and many more, are designed to create dependency upon government shifting countries away from their founding principles of sovereignty and independence and setting them up for enrollment into what eventually will become world government. Now, if you scratch the surface long enough of any of these groups advocating for such things as climate change action, sustainable development, and a great reset, you'll end up finding socialist or communist groups organized to help facilitate an interdependent world order, one that they call and advocate for as the New World Order. Their collective actions have helped to install the Biden administration, severely curtail domestic oil exploration and production, and pressure large multinational corporations into accepting a woke agenda that strives to cancel morality and all that support morality. Social responsibility, climate change, extreme sustainable development, and expansive government are all tools from the globalist toolbox that works to upend and cancel all that the Founding Fathers began. The John Birch Society has exposed the drive to this new world order for more than 60 years. We continue to throw off their deadlines through our carefully coordinated agenda that is geared to stop this organized conspiracy at its roots. Many other organizations hack away at the branches, but it's the John Birch Society that knows the problem and offers the only long-term solution. The battle we're in isn't Republican versus Democrat. Rather, it's liberty versus tyranny. And neither political party holds a monopoly on either. As an example, 
there are bipartisan bills in both the U.S. House and Senate that are packed with funding to implement the climate change agenda, including codifying the Paris Climate Agreement and requiring critical race theory in federal government, providing billions of dollars to foreign countries, including China, and they enable the importation of thousands of additional refugees and such economic migrants as Communist Chinese Party members. So we're asking you to click on the link in the description to motivate Congress to kill these bills and then join the John Birch Society in saving American freedom and independence. I'm Bill Hine for the John Birch Society. Until next time, stay informed, stay active, and get organized, patriots.